Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited to share my heart with you today. I hope that you are just pressing into God today, that you are seeking after Him wherever you find yourself at in your journey, wherever you're at in your day, whether you're riding in the car, you're sitting at home, you're sitting in the office, wherever you're at. I just pray that you can feel God's tangible presence surrounding you today. And I'm just so excited for this season of life that God has me in. And it has been absolutely crazy. And it's so cool to look back and just think about the podcast that I've recorded over the last six months to a year and just how many times I've shared with you guys as my podcast community that I've just felt like God has so much change coming. And let me tell you, the last few months have been like a whirlwind for me and in my life. And so I'm just so thankful that God has given us his Holy Spirit, that his spirit lives within us. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit shows us of things to come. And so I am so thankful that we don't have to live our lives caught off guard and completely like shell shocked when things happen. Like if we are walking in relationship with him, abiding in him, walking in fellowship with him, seeking him through his presence and through his written word and just allowing God to be a part of our lives, he is going to show us of things to come. And yes, it may not look exactly like we pictured it, or we may not get the full picture. He may only show us, you know, partially what's coming, but we can just rest assured that he's good and he's faithful. So I will tell you the last month has been absolutely, like I said, like a whirlwind for me, complete life change. I was released from the jobs that I had, the ministries that I was working with, and God had told me in a dream in June that in three months that everything would change. And so I wrote it in my prayer journal, my dream journal. And sure enough, at the end of September, like I was completely released from the ministries I was working with, and God has just launched me out into my own thing. And y'all can be praying for me because I really don't know exactly what what I'm, what this is going to look like. I mean, but does anybody, do any of us really know fully the picture God has for us? So it's just been taking a day at a time because the Bible tells us, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own focus on the day at hand. And so I remind myself to just trust him with all of my heart, to not lean on my own understanding and all of my ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct my path. That's his word. And so his word is his promise and he always keeps his promises. And so I'm so thankful for just the season of life that I'm in. I'm really excited by the time this airs. Uh, the next day will be my first ever tell women's conference. So by now, if you go look at my social medias, you could, you'll be able to see unless you're listening to this on Friday when it airs. So the conference is on Saturday. So check back after Saturday. You'll be able to see some pictures and just a recap of what God is going to do. But I will declare now that it is going to be exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask, think, or imagine. And I just know in my spirit that God is going to meet with these women and they're going to be radically changed and transformed by the power and love of God. And I'm just so excited and honored and humbled to be able to 
lead the charge on this event. God gave me a vision for this conference back in July. And so, you know, it's only been a handful of months, but really the the core of this this conference, the heart of it is really something that God birthed in me like seven years ago. So that is that is really cool. So I'm really excited to be able to share my heart. I'm excited for the message I'm going to preach on that morning and just the different women that are going to come along side and just share their testimony, share what God has done in their life. Because how many of you know that the Bible says that the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy and God is not a respecter of person. So I know that as these women open up and they're vulnerable and transparent and share their story and what God has done and redeemed in their life, that inevitably this always happens when I do events that there's someone in the audience who is still on the other side of that breakthrough, needing a breakthrough, needing a healing, needing a miracle in their lives. And so when we hear stories of people that have gone through something similar to what we've gone through, it gives us hope. It builds our faith to know that God could do that for me too. And so that is my hope. That's my expectation, my confident expectation for this weekend that God is going to do that. And that women that are coming that maybe don't even know what they have need of, the Lord does. And so he's going to meet every need in that place, whether that's mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And I believe the same thing for you. Whatever you are dealing with, whatever you have need of, He is your all in all. He is an all-sufficient God. There is nothing impossible with Him. And so whatever it is that you need in your life, God has that for you. God is a God who heals. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He healed in the Bible times, and He heals now. Like, God doesn't change. So why would He not want your heart to be healed and whole? Why would He not want your physical body to be healed and whole? Why would He not want your mental state to be healed and whole? And I love that. I love the word shalom because we, we know that that's a word that is used in a form of greeting and it, you know, in just a very basic sense means peace. But really, the word shalom means nothing missing, lacking, or broken. And so shalom, speaking that over someone is just such a powerful word. So I speak that over you today. Shalom, that there would be nothing missing, lacking, or broken in your life. And God is just such a redeemer and a restorer of all things. And I look back over my own life and I think about the things that God has rescued me out of. And I'm going to be sharing my story on Saturday as well. And I always share my story any chance I can get. But I think if you were to really know, to really know the pain and brokenness that I've gone through and so many people meet me and they're like, Janice, you have such joy on your life and and you're just so happy and all this. And I am because the Bible says those who trust in the Lord are happy. And I'm happy because my heart is his, because my life is hidden in him. I belong to him. So yes, I'm happy because he is in my life. But I have gone through seasons of life, some long seasons, some not so long, but where I was just absolutely shattered and devastated, where I couldn't even hold a normal conversation. Like if you would want to have a conversation with me, take me out to coffee, whatever, you'd probably have to do a majority of the talking. And I probably wouldn't even be really listening that well, because when you are broken, especially when you've been betrayed and there's heartbreak involved and and the things I've gone through and there's trauma there with that, that you, it, it affects your body and your mental state in a way that you can't even, you can't like help. You can't help. It just is a natural reaction that your body goes through, your mental state goes through. And so it would be so hard for me to hold normal conversations or to even have opinions about things because my focus was so fixed on my pain for so long. 
And I remember just sitting with the Lord and just crying and like, I didn't want to be in that state. I recognized how broken I was and I hated it. And I remember like telling the Lord, I want to be healed. I want to be whole. And I just remember sitting with the Lord on my living room floor and him saying, let me love you. Let me love you. And so in that time when I had erected so many walls around my heart in my life, and I really didn't trust people because the one person I trusted the most had completely betrayed me multiple times. I mean, (laughs) what do you do with that? What do you do with that? And so as I'm sitting with the Lord and I know, and I know that I know that I know that I can trust him, that he has never failed and he never will, that he is forever faithful and that he's always for me and he will not fail me. What do you do in that moment? So I just remember sitting with him and just completely open and saying, God, I trust you. Even if I don't trust anyone else in this world, I trust you and I'm going to let you love me and I'm going to let you heal me. And he really did love me back to life. And I'm so thankful for that. And I never want to hide my story. And I remember there being just a short season of time where I was getting into a lot more ministry and meeting a lot of new people. And it was kind of nice to have people in my life that really didn't know my history, that didn't know that I'd gone through a really hard divorce, that didn't know the brokenness that I was in. I liked for people to just see me as this single girl who wrote slaying singlehood, celebrating life in every season. And I was kind of okay with having a reputation of just being single and like living my life for Jesus and like being radical and on fire for him and all that's true. But like, I was okay with hiding the things from my past. And I remember the Lord really challenging me and Holy Spirit saying, do not hide your story. Do not hide your story. Cause where is the glory for God when we hide our story? And yes, I believe that there is an importance. There's a value of letting God redeem your story of letting yourself be healed and, and sometimes letting people walk through that with you. There were so many people that walked through my healing journey with me and they got to watch the tangible evidence of God's hand on my life and watch me come back to life and be restored through the power of the Holy Spirit. But there was, like I said, so many people that I'd met along the way that really didn't know me back then. And so I remember sharing my story with someone and almost kind of having a little bit of shame because it's like, uh, I just... I hate that that's part of my story. I wish it wasn't. I truly do. But not living in shame and regret because the Bible says those who look to him are radiant with joy in their faces will never be ashamed. God does not heap condemnation on us. God does not heap shame on us. When we are hidden in him, we are a new creation. And so he's not putting shame on us, but the enemy will try to and, you know, make you think all these horrible things about yourself and your past and, and to cause you to to just trip up and be held back in your future because of what you've done and what you've gone through in your past. And I remember sharing my story with someone specifically at one point and her just being like, wow, I would have never guessed that. And that really was what I had told the Lord. I want to be so healed and so whole that when people hear my story, they literally are like, it's unbelievable to them. And that I personally internally feel like I'm telling someone else's story because it is so far removed from my life and you have done such a deep healing that I don't even feel like that broken person at all anymore. And so that is definitely the point where I got to. And then more recently, I was actually down in Kentucky and I was ministering to some, well, I was ministering at a church and some ladies had come up to me and they had made a comment about the joy that is on my, on my life. And they're like, we just love the joy of the Lord. And it's all over you and all this and that. And I just was like, thank you. And, and I think sometimes we do need to learn to just say thank you, take a compliment. Like it's, it's okay to say thank you. Like not, you know, 
feel like you can't receive that. I mean, when people speak encouraging words over you, receive them. But I'm, I remember Holy Spirit really pulling at my heartstrings and saying, uh-uh, you don't get to just say thank you. And I knew what he was prompting me to do. And I said, actually, it's crazy because so much of my life I lived depressed and I would sleep to escape my reality because <laughs> sleep was so much better than what I was, you know, my life when I was awake. And I just looked at the one lady and I said, that's where you're at right now, isn't it? And she was just broke down. And she was like, yes, I'm sleeping all the time to escape my reality. And I so can sympathize with that because I would get out of work and I just want to come home and go to sleep. I'd sleep all night and I wouldn't want to wake up in the mornings. And I just, I so understand how that felt and the pain that that's in. And so who am I to hide my story when there are still people that are, have not reached that place of healing and wholeness yet. I want my light to so shine before men that they would see my good works and glorify my father in heaven. I want people to recognize Jesus in me. Anything good in me, I promise you is Jesus. And so I want people to recognize that and to always point people back to him. But I also want people to know that outside of him, like I would not be this way. I would not be healed and whole. I would still be broken. I would still be hurting. I would still be in bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment toward my ex and, and other people that have come along, you know, in my life and hurt me and just destroyed and devastated my life in different ways. And so I don't ever want to hide what God has done. And I want my life to be like an open book. And if at any point I have to go back to certain pages of my story and share those so that someone else who hasn't found that freedom in Christ, who hasn't found that healing and wholeness yet, if my life can give someone else hope, if I can just spark a fire of hope inside someone else to know that God wants you to experience the same thing that he's given me and for me to not hide my story. And so I want to share with you the vision that actually prompted the women's conference that I'm doing this weekend. And so in this vision, I was just in worship at church one day. And a lot of times God will take me into visions. And so what that is for me is it's just basically I'm standing there with my eyes closed and my imagination, my sanctified imagination is picturing things in my mind. And I know the Lord's showing me something. And oftentimes I will have to ask him, okay, what does this mean? What are you trying to show me? Sometimes it's just really obvious and there isn't really a lot of digging as far as an interpretation goes. But this one, I was standing there and I was just worshiping the Lord. And I saw myself wearing all of these chains. They were wrapped around me from head to toe. Some of the chains were big, bulky, heavy chains. Some were smaller chains. And there was this big padlock that was just hanging over the front of me. And I remember the Lord coming up to me with this key and he unlocked that padlock. And when he did, all the chains fell off and I was free. And then he handed me the key and he said, this is your story and it's going to unlock others into their healing, freedom and deliverance. So don't hide it. And so that key for me, it's very special to me. If you look on my website, if you ever see any of the the merch that I do, a lot of things that I do have keys in them. I have some key necklaces on my website and different things. And so the key is really symbolic to me because of that vision and such a reminder to me to allow the Lord to use my story as a key that will unlock others into their healing, freedom, and deliverance. And so that's the whole premise of the Tell Women's Conference. It's the whole premise of the Tell Women's Devotional that I'm releasing should be releasing here at the beginning of December. Pre-sales already up on my website for that. And that is literally a story of 52. My hope, my goal was 50, but I ended up being 52 different women from literally around the world who just share their story. And I'm telling you the stories that came out of this 
devotional. I mean, it is literally mind-blowing stories of drug addiction and prostitution, women who've gone through abortions, women who had parental like issues with their parents. And I mean, literally anything you could probably think of for a story is in this book. And it is so beautiful because their stories are redeemed. Yes, our stories are all still being written. God is still always working. We never arrive. God continues to take us from glory to glory and where we're at now and in this moment. And as you're listening to this podcast, I pray that you are not in the same place a week, a month, a year from now, that God is continually conforming you into the pattern of his image. But it's beautiful when a story has been redeemed enough to tell and and, and give others hope. And every story that's in this book is exactly that. And so I love just what God's doing and the hope that is being inspired through women being bold and brave enough to just share what they've gone through without shame because there there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who walk according to the spirit not the flesh there should not be shame on any part of our story that you know that would cause us to not to keep it hidden that would cause us to stay silent that would cause us to not speak up and share what God has done in our lives and you have no idea the impact of your testimony so i want to encourage you to share your story, to share what God has done in your life. And like I said, I see that as like an open book. My life is like an open book. I don't always share my story the same way. I've shared my story so many times in so many different settings. And I'm just led of the Lord in in what I share because he knows the hearts of every person that's in front of me and every person that needs to hear what they need to hear, what's going to minister to them specifically. There's no way to get up in front of someone and share start to finish. And my story my of my entire life, the last 34 years of my life, there's just no way. So we have to trust the leading of the Lord and listen to the Holy Spirit when we're speaking and sharing. But to be open to sharing whatever part of our story God wants us to share whenever he wants us to share it. So I'm so thankful for that. He is so good. He is so kind and so faithful. And so I encourage you, if you are in a spot right now, a season of your life where you were like, Janice, I am so broken right now. I don't even know where to go from here. I just, if you find yourself like I described myself earlier, where you just feel like your heart is just shattered in a million pieces and the pain is sometimes unbearable, I want to encourage you to just sit with the Lord, to put on some worship music. Listen, if you need recommendations of worship music, DM me. Like I will send you, I will make you a playlist if you need it. And just sit with the Lord and let Him love you back to life. Don't feel like you have to rush ahead and start some ministry and get out there and share your story with the world. Start where you're at and just let the Lord heal you. Let the Lord love on you, minister to you, let Him, and you just have a season together. And if you find yourself in a place of where you're like, wow, Janice, like this is kind of convicting. I actually don't really share what God's done in my life. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you opportunities to share or to even just open your eyes to the reality of the opportunities that are already surrounding you and ask him to just use your story to bring him glory. And I love rhyming. Use his story to use your story to bring him glory and just to use your story. Let, let it be redeemed and let it be something that inspires others and encourages others and pushes other people's hearts closer to his. And so don't be afraid of sharing your story. If you have shame on you at all, I just break that off you right now in Jesus name that you would go forth boldly and courageously sharing whatever it is that God has done in your life in whatever capacity he gives you to, whether that's through social media, one-on-one conversations, whatever that is, God wants to redeem 
your story and for you to tell it so that others can be impacted too. So I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast out in prayer. Again, please, like I say all the time, reach out to me if you need prayer, if you need encouragement, if you need the podcast, you know, if you need a, a the playlist for that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, a song playlist just to to sit with the Lord and worship and and soak in his presence, reach out to me. I would love to help you with that. And um, I'm going to go ahead and pray over you. Father, I just thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you for every single listener on here. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, you would heal and restore anything that is broken in their lives. I speak shalom over them, nothing missing, lacking, or broken. In the mighty name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, I ask you to just invade the space that surrounds them right now, that they would feel your thick manifest tangible presence. God, I thank you that where your spirit is, there's liberty, freedom, and fullness of joy. God, refreshing is found in your presence. So God, I pray over every person on here, God, that you would just show them how to share their story, show them how to share the goodness of God with other people around them. God, I declare over them, Romans 1 16, that we are not ashamed and over myself too, that we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, I thank you that your power is alive and at work within and through us. And so God, I thank you again for who you are, your faithfulness, your goodness, your kindness, your grace, your mercy. I thank you that you never change, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God, I bless your holy name. I bless every listener on here. In Jesus' name, amen.